world premiere. is your ruler, Pop said. I'm broadcasting to you from Gameland Tower in order to reveal our cities and surrounding natural phenomena. Our reborn titans will protect these areas. Moon Yellow will watch over Gameland Forest. Noise Blast will repel the storms of the fiery lava lands. An Ultrabot will assure that the icy mountains remain undisturbed. Anyone who dare challenges me will have to clear their markers on the map. My suggestion? Live in peace, Gameland. Pop said has spoken. These aren't the Titans we know. They've been corrupted. Taking them down will be the key to confronting Pop Zed. You guys getting all the systems ready? We're on it. Activating the Angel's engine now! Preparing the thrusters? We're headed to Gameland Forest. Moon Yeller will be there. We're clearing the markers. As always. Alright. Let's do this. Look, I know Halloween is over, Robert, but I got mm -hmm. a special little tale from the map. Won't take but a few minutes if you're interested. Uh, go for it. I mean, yeah, I'll be over. Halloween will be over. I mean, don't really do much for Halloween anyways, but I guess we'll listen to a little tale. So remember we were talking maybe like three weeks ago and you were saying something about not being able to find our delicious Reese's White Chocolate Ghosts anywhere? Um, you know, we originally, I originally got my bag back in July and I haven't seen them around either, but we, we were talking about this. Bro, and I said, I, oh, I got something related to this to tell you on the show. Bro, I remember that now, but just to clarify, yes, every time it's Halloween, I want those white chocolate Halloween ghosts. And they always run out. I swear, I swear, it's just like they're in it for the beginning of the month or even like in like September and then they're gone. They're only the, the regular pumpkin ones are there. Just after that, mm -hmm. I stumbled upon a couple of bags of them at the store and I said, oh boy, I can't wait to finally dig back into these delicious white chocolate ghosts. So I bought them and mm -hmm. it felt like a real winner of a bag, like, felt like a, pure winner. It felt like Christmas was early, wasn't it? It, it felt like Christmas had come early, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I took them into the car, and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to wait till I get home to have some. I'm going I'm to open up the bag right now and, and have me some of these ghosts. You, didn't, you did not, like, destroy an entire bag by yourself? I No. Actually, okay. I still have some. I still have okay. some. Okay. I was going to say, it's like, there's but, a story that you destroyed a whole bag by yourself? No, but let me tell you when these things were not ghosts. I mean, they, they were in the store. I wasn't even out in the heat. And they were just completely, completely different shapes from what... I mean, like, seriously, Ooh. I looked at some of them. One of them looked like Green Bidoof. One of okay. them looked like a problematic news story about Bayonetta 3. Um, one of them looked like a major leak from a game company. I mean, one of them looked like the Overwatch 2 launch, but... One of them looked like a ball on the field, Robert. Oh my goodness! Is that, that they was were that... every kind of shape? 
I mean, was there any good shapes? No. Okay. That's well, a Green bad Badoof patch. is fine. I couldn't okay. hate on Green Badoof. <laughs> Can't hate on the Green Badoof. But yeah, I figure some news stories we won't touch here on the podcast. Go look oh, them up. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you're doing. All right. I get. But I yeah. mean, maybe maybe we could rail on the Overwatch two launch for a bit, but not oh, today. <laughs> that's a that's a different topic. That's some that's something else. Yeah. My favorite one was the green Badoof, but then Cabal on the field was was all right. But man, these shapes—they're getting out of hand. All I wanted was a ghost. You, all you got was a tree now. Anyway, it's been a while. Markers on the map. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, I guess there's no better way to get started than to say welcome to Markers on the Map or welcome back to Markers on the Map. I'd say this is a great episode to start in. It's the first one where we're going to get our new format going here on the weekly podcast gaming adventure. We'll get into some changes that are going on in the show after I say my name is Daniel and I'm here with my good friend and co-host Robert. I've asked you this plenty of times before Robert but I'm going to ask you here on the show. How are you doing? And I've always repeat this in every single episode. Uh I'm doing about the same, and what I mean by same, I'm doing fine. I'm just doing well. How about you? I'm doing okay. I've been very busy. That's part mm-hmm. of the reason that we had to take a little break because, you know, I'm very busy. Um, I've had some time for games. I've played quite a bit, actually, over the break, so I'm, I'm excited to get, you know, to talk about some of the stuff I've played and tried out. Some of the stuff might be surprising. I'm definitely, like, I'm eating crow with a few of these games, like Gotham hey. Knights. I really liked it. You know, I've been, like, <laughs> ragging on that game for two years now, but it's not that bad. Hey, do you mind if you pass me that can over there? Yeah, here you go. Oh. Right. Oh, thanks. Oh, what we got here? We got here. Ooh, it's bubbling out. We got that uh, Pepsi Nitro. I want to go get some more. Oh, I love those. <laughs> Like I'm sure that got all stuff, garbled man. up by Discord or uh, whatever we're recording this. <laughs> Whenever we're recording it. I yeah. had to get me another can of it. It's too good. It's very good. I like how sweet they are. Like, I honestly think that the regular one is sweeter than the vanilla. I like the vanilla uh, more. I already had the I vanilla. do like the vanilla more, but, like, I get the sweeter taste out of the regular one. Really? I, I really get an ice cream vanilla taste out of the vanilla one, obviously. Yeah, I mean, they're vanilla. both good. Look, it already feels like a regular episode of the show. <laughs> It does. We're going to go off topic all of a sudden. Ugh. Anyways. <laughs> all right, let me that, steer you back on course for the for episode 101 here to tell our listeners uh, about the new format. So in order to make our podcast feel more evergreen, we kind of hinted towards this before episode 100. We will be discussing games in the forefront of the show and use whatever you know minutes we have left in the runtime to do news at the end. But... In between games and news, we will always do a segment. Right now, we have a season of Pokemon Drip, where we look at the clothing of the gold and silver gym leaders, starting with Falconer later in the show today. And, you know, in between seasons of Pokemon Drip, maybe we'll have top 10 lists, top 5 lists. I I had a good idea of a segment where we could look at, like, how come Capcom won't just make... Uh, a mercenaries game and come up with other multiplayer games that are you know not great for resident evil but that's for another you know time um another thing yeah another thing i kind of wanted to do for a while and i feel like i should have done this before was in the description for the episodes throw in some lore entries like i'll always mention if there's a new one in the episode here 
um, for like some of the characters and places and lore uh, of the podcast because sometimes we do cutscenes. This is very rarely we do a cutscene like we did for episode 100. Um, but like I feel like there's a lot of lore to you know just throw in the description if you're interested in learning about like oh this is Green Badoof's profile or or Blast Wave the Echidna or the Gamekeeper which are three characters that we are here with in the Angel Podcast Studio in Gameland Forest. So there's a lot of background stuff that happens in this world, but we are mostly here to talk about games in a variety of ways. So to introduce that. We'll either do updates on stuff we've been playing, new games, or older games. We may do classics from time to time. Mm -hmm. And we may do, uh, you know, and maybe we announce this a week or two before it happens, but select a game off the PlayStation Plus catalog and try something new out and, you know, give our thoughts, even if it's just playing for a little while. And the reason to announce that a week or two ahead of time would be like, well, if if a listener was interested in trying the game out with us and seeing if their opinions align with ours. But that's all stuff that's kind of in the works. I know we do actually want to get into Tropical Freeze uh, in the coming months, um, but I feel like we're going to take a couple of episodes to dedicate to that. So it'll always be games, then segment, then news if there's time left. So, yeah, episodes will probably be a little bit shorter but not too much shorter and we want to make sure that you could go back to our show years down the line and find an episode about a game you want to hear about and the first thing you hear will be about that game so i think that's about a good an introduction or primer as i could give everybody right <laughs> that's good enough that's enough time i think we're a little too much on it i think it should be good enough I, actually, yeah. that hit pretty much everything we wanted to actually have discussed about the new format and everything. So, yeah. yeah, good enough. I've been thinking of how to say it succinctly. And I, I figure, well, it. we're probably going to have five minutes at the top of the show where we talk about Reese's Ghosts and Sodas, which, <laughs> I mean, it's usually how it goes. But I mean, that's <laughs> all right. So there's a lot of news that's happened during the break. So we're going to have we'll like a rapid it. fire list this week instead of a regular news segment. I mean, but. <laughs> talk about when we leave everything just happens i i swear oh, I know. we it, the we last called break it. we took at the beginning of the year is when the whole microsoft ea thing happened or uh, not ea activision i'm like okay <laughs> so the whole episode back 72 i think it was was just purely talking about that for like 45 minutes and mm-hmm. then we're like oh we got games that we played <laughs> anyway what better way to start a brand new season than by talking about fall guys Oh, the game that I've maybe changed my opinion on? While I haven't changed my opinion on it, I think it'll be far more interesting to talk about some of the changes that have come to the season um, this time around, as opposed to, like, my usual gushing about it. Like, I feel like, I feel like we know we like Fall Guys, mm-hmm. and I probably like it, like, more than the average player of Fall Guys, but, mm-hmm. like, that doesn't mean there's not room for criticisms especially with some of the changes however before we get to that let's look at the stages of satellite scramble which is the second season of fall guys free to play this takes place in space and they've got a lot of new obstacles a lot of new variants in some of the stages but they also have a staggering eight new stages starting with a race stage cosmic highway this is where we're first kind of 
introduced to the laser things, the, the little laser lights. And this is the one with like oh, four yeah. distinct sections where you're jumping across platforms that are going from left to right in kind of conveyor belt motions. Kind of reminds me of like older platformer, older 3D platformers. Um, pretty easy, but like when you fall off towards the end of a section, I will say that like you do get sent back pretty far. This is the one that gave me so much issue in the end in one round. Yes, I remember it. Um, definitely, 100% will say get rid of those platform ones that just build an entire wall of laser beams or the circular laser beam ones. Those are my biggest problem with that Oh, one. yeah. It's, it's, I think the problem is that they come out too fast on some of the platforms. Yes. And then they're mixing and matching them. Like, for a first round and a race round, it does seem like there's a it's, bit steeper of a curve here. Yeah, it, it's too much. It's There's no downtime. There's no cooldown. There's no window of opportunity to land a platform without worrying about the laser. That's, like, my only problem with this, like, stage. Nevertheless, obviously, it does push you back a lot, and it does irritate like i said those big circles but more or less i've had it pretty easy going with it you just have to be patient don't rush too much but also don't take your time in the sense of just standing there and doing nothing look for an opportunity to take yeah in in the grand scheme of things it's not too difficult but i would say like it's more difficult than a lot of the other early stages that like might show up from past seasons yeah. i'm gonna give cosmic highway personally a b i think it's fine I don't think it's anything special. Uh, yeah, it's a. I mean, if it's later round, it would have been lower. But since it's like first round, I give it a B, maybe like a, a high C, lower B. After that is the more difficult race round, and the one where in the three, two, one space show at the start of the season, it was showing up a lot more at the start than Cosmic Highway was. This is space race. This is introducing. There's an element where you're in gravity, and there's platforms that are moving up and down constantly. Um, it's got the lasers on a cylinder at the end, but you could also use the same lasers towards the end to shoot yourself up in the sky. There's a more difficult section in the middle where you're on hexagons that people can cut you off from, so it's harder for you to get up, and you have to go into another one of those gravity sections. And this this feels a little, like, counter to Fall Guys being accessible, because for at least a week, I found this to be, like, a really troubling stage. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is this season that comes with lasers. and, and, and pl- I don't know what it is because, I, like I said, my opinion has changed so much on Fall Guys. A lot of it is had to do with it, but it's also the stages. I just I just don't get sort of, I guess, the, the I skill I will admit, base. this wasn't the best batch of stages they've come no. up with. Since, since going like free-to-play, no. It's, it's definitely left sort of a skill base. You have to play the map first because... You know what's funny too? I want to say this is because we don't play solo queue anymore because of one thing. Because of one skill thing based only, matchmaking. Because of skill based matchmaking. Uh, skill based matchmaking. Because we don't want to do that. We're not trying to play it like a rank game. We just play like a casual game. But since we're not the best, we're not the greatest, but we're decent and good at the game. It gives us decent and good players. And I would say some players are obviously higher than decent and good. So it's sort of like. Of course, you want to say the argument, well, there's other maps in this game. It isn't strictly those. But when you play the game modes we do, it's strictly those new modes. Yeah, for a while on 3-2-1 Space, obviously, was only going to give us the new rounds. And that's always a good way to kind of master things. But Space Race, it goes on entirely too long. 
Mm-hmm. The lasers at the end, if you're not on the sides, you, uh, being shot up on the sides at the end, the lasers that have to blast you into the goal are super unreliable unless you're standing directly on the center of one. And teammates of ours, random teammates of ours in squads, have fallen prey to those things enough times and, you know, lost lost the match to, to make it frustrating. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. there's a lot of precision, I think, in this one that like a lot of Fall Guys levels don't demand. And this is a race stage where 60 players can be on it. It's also one of those weird things where where this the going to the side is actually more difficult than just going the normal path where it should just be simple to go through the normal path and not have to go to the sides. You, you get me? Yeah. Because it's always but like the normal the path turns into always... a chore and frustration yeah. at the end. Whereas like if you can manage the sides, it'll be super easy at the end. Exactly. But not it's until you of... get to the end. It's sort of funny. The detour is easier than the main road, but the main road shouldn't have people sort of hold like pulled back and just being just like you yeah. have to do it their way. They should make it much easier instead of having it to be that difficult. Also, I've been saying this since the start of the season. Something with the collision detection on those lasers, even if they're out a little, I feel like it treats it as if the whole thing is out. Like I know there's not mm-hmm. too much of a gap between when the laser starts and when it's out, but it's like on that cylinder part at the end it's like if the laser just barely comes out or barely touches you a little it'll shoot you way off to the side yeah it would i've had that happen like a few occasions that's not even like oh it's just like oh no it's it's too consistent to be uh it's the wrong math and you should maybe just throw a patch up there and put the correct math for it yeah and fix uh recurring hex grenades while you're at it Um, I'm going to give it a C just because there's things that I don't like in yeah, other stages worse than this. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think the main path should be that difficult to cross. It should be no. much easier. A lot of different mechanics at work in this one. Gravity, mm-hmm. you know, jumping and grabbing the hexes, everything. But alas, it's a it's a C for me. Uh, I'll probably give it. Yeah, I'll probably give it a C. It, it, it's in the middle for me. Now we have to talk about Hyperdrive Heroes, a stage that I am so sick of. For the Wormhole event, it was like every single round you went into had Hyperdrive Heroes. The problem is not necessarily the level itself. Like, the lasers are are here in full force. And, like, this gets rid of more players than, like, a Slime Climb level does uh, most of the time. Like, usually this will get rid of, like, most of the players that are still in the game. And there's a lot of... it's it's the follow-up to hoverboard heroes so there's a lot of things that can try to knock you off of the board shoot you off the board with the lasers people will try to grab in the part with the spinning um uh uh, obstacles and there's a lot of opportunities for you to fall through the hexes get knocked off by the like the little roomba robots and stuff like that i say cut the level in half and it might still feel too long it it's so funny and this in this map and this stage is particularly difficult because it could be four squad. It could be four players, one squad. And one person can make it and you will qualify 100% guaranteed. There is no question. That's, yep, how, that's much how much people like, it gets rid of. <laughs> yeah, it'll be down to the final 10 or the final four, or the final five, but each individual is from a different team. So everyone who's obviously on that team just qualifies. Only one person. I think maybe couple a handful of times i've seen maybe two of us make it and maybe more the other problem with it though is that if your team if you're doing squads and your team are all knocked out you're gonna have to wait that long for yeah. the stage to finish because if you quit you'll forfeit the rewards even if all four are gone 
Yeah, it's 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 long, and also it's one of those you don't go on your time. You go when you say you go because you're on a, a moving platform. So it's sort of like you go when we say you go. You don't have any other choice. You can try to you know cheese it, go through it, but it's very difficult. Very, I would say, very few. Like good, I've seen people platform with the lasers, yeah. but like you're not gonna get far without that board on the next. I think part. you need to be like. <laughs> super good at the game i think you need to play this game on a daily basis for hours on and i can't see that even even for us when we know that we pretty much do maybe play it for long hours for maybe a day in here and there but no there's no way you can do that if you do not play the game on a daily basis it's absolutely too long anyway <laughs> but which is frustrating because it shows up all the time <laughs> you know it's funny all the time but what's funny is that I don't hate this stage. I really don't. What I hate, and what I hate about the game in general, and it's obviously it's just a whole player mechanic. Is it the grabbers? Just people Tell obviously me grabbing. It's the grabbers. Yes, yes, it's it's that. <laughs> I don't hate this stage. So this I this stage would be I, easy without the grabbers grabbing. It's the part with the spinning things. Yes, the spinning poles. That. That's when everybody starts grabbing. So I'm like yes. constantly backing away from everybody in that part, and you're p- having to pay attention to so many elements at once that you're gonna get hit by something like half the time. Yeah, it, 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 I, I, I give it a B personally because it's not that difficult, but it is some parts and some. I guess what's funny are the little. I'm robots. giving it a D, Robert. You're giving it a <laughs> D. I'm it, maybe it's just because I'm so sick of it. I have played I this stage maybe. probably two hundred fifty times. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm it, not a fan. It reminds me of um, oh, Bossa Nova. Those those uh, yeah yeah yeah. Things at Walmart. The Walmart robots. The Walmart cleaner robots. Bossa Nova. It reminds me of that. Those robots I just call just them the Google go- Chrome Roombas because they yeah, remi- the, the colors on them remind me of like the Google Play Store or something like that. Oh, oh man, talk about you said Google Google Stadia. I forgot oh about man, that. I didn't even have That's that on, on the, the news. news list. Yes, bro. Oh my god, that just hit me when you said Google. Uh, just I guess quick news. We'll get this over with. But yeah, Google Stadia is gonna be discontinued very uh pretty quickly since it got announced. So I'm shocked, uh, Robert. I'm shocked. shocked. Uh, uh, shocked, but. Uh, we called it, but very shocked. Uh, but yeah, that's a quick news right there because you just mentioned in Google, and we'll probably yeah. forget it. We don't bring it up, but yeah, we'll go. I guess to the that's next. pertinent. Yeah, we'll probably forget it. Like Google we'll forget something. <laughs> we forget it like most people did, man. Oh yeah. You know, I don't like to see things like that fail, but like Google needs to manage that. No, better, it's here's the thing. <laughs> I, I I'm kind of glad it failed because. I'm such an advocate for physical media and even owning sure. a physical console with digital games. I prefer that over just strictly streaming. I prefer yeah, that 100%. And streaming, it's like, you know, you always have a little bit of input lag. I, I'll admit PS Plus mm-hmm. has been great for streaming those PS3 games, but you can feel just that little bit. Yeah, but that's the different different news story, yeah, different yeah. topic. Frantic Factory is our next stage. Now, this is a tale of two stages right here because when you play Frantic Factory as part of a squad that knows what they're doing, it's clockwork. It's almost a perfect stage. But when you're in solos and there's like a low count, it bites. I'm going to have to give this one two separate ratings. This is a level where you are... You've got green switches and yellow switches. You have to hit the yellow switches. And I feel like the newest patch made them a little more visible as to like which Mm -hmm. switch is on. Um... But you are, you know, switches will turn yellow and then people will just jump after them. It's kind of like mm-hmm. an obstacle course where you're like jumping on springs to get up higher. There's conveyor belts. There's like some of those little Roomba robots have switches on them. Mm-hmm. 
and it's not too bad when you have a squad and you all need to get like five you switches. Know, but what it solo is, is, is yeah. It's not a squad thing, it's not your teammate thing, it's a thing what I think Fall Guys did very well is they don't actually change the color of the player. There is no color team. It's just your skin, default skin, whatever skin you're running. So it it gives each player the push to you need to put in your work because you never know if your yeah. teammates are going to do it for you. It's not like, a, yeah. oh, yeah, your team has got this. You got a free ride. No, it's like you don't know who's on your team and you don't know if you're, you know, you're messing around with your teammate or messing with a different teammate or an enemy teammate. So it's sort of like putting your effort, putting your work and – it really goes by really quick because most people don't know who their partners are. They're like, oh, I don't know who I'm with. I got to qualify for the next round. I don't think that was necessarily by design because I think more than 16 people can get into this level. But that's besides the point when it does work out as favorably as you say it does. Yeah. Um. But solo, forget it. It's a mess. <laughs> no, uh, I think I've had it so many times where i just need one two more and it's just oh, yeah no nope, i've had times nope. where i've only been able to get one oh, switch because it's just talk, so competitive bro talk talk about standing in front of a, a button like okay trust me it's gonna turn it's gonna turn ah oh, man you know what i'm leaving you leave and the second you leave it turns yellow and someone else gets or it. you're right in front of it it turns yellow you can't get up on top of it fast enough before someone comes swooping in from above yes it's 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 separate if solo D. For solo, I give it a D. For for team base, it's honestly like a B, maybe a C, but it's like a a middle a middle B. It's like it's. I'm giving it right. F for solo and high B for uh, yeah duos or squads because like we've done this together. It's very manageable when we're on a team, but like mm-hmm. like I can't even blame skill based matchmaking because there's been playlists where this has shown up, and only solo show has skill based matchmaking. So if this shows mm-hmm. up on another solo show that's not the solo show, you're just playing with randoms. And it's like, nope, it's still a pain. <laughs> yeah, it's it's too much of, I think, terrible luck on my end that I don't find enough buttons. Pixel painters. Oh, this is another split one. This is definitely a, a S rank game so to let, a Let's far do this duos and, and squad. <laughs> so duos. duos. When I'm playing this with Robert, we're on it. First one done. Perfect. S rank. -rank. This is a great stage to play. Easy. Easy game. And look, put it this way. Sometimes with squads, it's the same way. But sometimes with squads, it's not. (laughs) No, see, if you have a full squad and it's your team and you're talking to them and you're communicating, another easy S rank. But if you're in a squad and it's two random people or it's three random people, you on the flip of a coin either you're gonna get players that understand the game they want to progress through the game they're not there to to mess with anyone else they're like you know i want to progress we want to work our team to go through you get it done easy but i think it's too many no i'm just gonna goofball around and i'm just gonna muck about and i'm just gonna do this and ruin the whole game for my team because i just want to go around running on the whole platform and messing everything up that ha- that has happened too many times to me where that's why squads it's a it's a 50 50 it's either we get competent teammates or we get teammates or i just want to toss them out of the room and just like get off my team so if if you don't play fall guys or don't know what pixel painters is you are on a grid you're given a picture where you have to color individual squares of that picture if you step on a square it lights up if you step on the square again the light goes away so you have to make that picture while kind of not stepping on squares that don't need to be touched or without stepping on squares that need to stay lit up so it it can get a little messy with four people who are uncoordinated but if Mm -hmm. you've got 
you know, randoms who are willing to, like, understand the, the game, or if you're playing with a team of your own, it's an easy and quick round. But I've seen this round claim entire teams and time out. <laughs> so, like, it took some time for people to get used to it, I think. I, I wish there was report mechanic on your teammates if they're messing around, but you cannot do that for your own team. That's which, weird because I'm guys, pretty sure I report I had to report a player on, on my team who was messing around, and it was fine. I was able to. I need to figure it out then because I swear you can't. It's not, well, if, it's, if it is, it's not, it's not easy to do it because... You, for me, I, when you're I was when like, you're already out seriously, of the game, I was trying to have this person do it the right way, and they were just running around on every block. I was like, I needed a win for a challenge. You know what they should do? Uh, they should obviously have. They should. They should have. You know what? You know what's funny, and I will say, uh, GTA Online does this very well. If you're a terrible person in the game, obviously not a terrible person in real life, but you're just like you're just like a menace. You're just like doing. You're just Won't doing you, everything. There be right. some kind of see. I tried GTA they, Online they give for a couple you a of hours. Don't you have like some kind of meter that goes up if you do something wrong? Yes, no, but if you're really really bad, they give you a, a hat. They give you like a, a what's it called? You know those pointy hats that like a kid will wear yeah. in the corner of a classroom. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's Whoa. exactly like that. So they'll indicate if you're part of it. Basically, it'll indicate if you're a bad, like, egg. Like, oh, they don't trust bad this sport. player. This play- <laughs> yeah. And they'll put you in lobbies with players that are also bad sports. So you'll just be with all the people who are just like, these, these people don't want to take the game serious. Or they're they're messing it for everyone else. So we, we'll just throw them in their own lobby. Which I think Fall Guys should try to implement something like that, obviously. Because they did with hackers. They put them yeah. in their own lobby. So it's like, you're not oh, going to get people. Oh, for a while, the, the Cheater Island or whatever it was yes, called. Yes, Cheater Island. They should definitely do it with people who are just like, no, they're not trying to play the game. They're ruining it for everyone else who wants to get their challenges or go further in the game or at least get a win for the night. I don't know. Moving on, Star Chart. Uh, Star Chart is interesting. It's a, it's a level where you step on a switch and there's like a grid of platforms you go on. You step on a switch and in the background there's a map that tells you um, that shows lights connected to switches of that color going to the next color and it's your job to kind of use that map to help you find the invisible floor now this is a great stage i think in theory but every now and then it'll kind of put everyone into a corner and like nobody really knows what to do so this is timed out a lot like if that doesn't happen great stage pretty manageable but if it's leading you all this way towards the end and then the path stops and the only mm. other way to get back on track is to go like back to the beginning and go the exact other way. And this has happened multiple times. That's when it starts to become a bit of a drag. Uh, I remember this stage. Now, definitely the stage where I can 100% say I've probably seen it. I've probably been part of it where everyone just loses. There's no, there's no one mm-hmm. going to the next stage because people will get lost and confused pretty often. I'm pretty sure we had a timeout on this one. Mm-hmm. On day one of the season, where the only way to now. continue was to go to the complete other side, but in order to do that, you have to go back to the beginning, and everybody's like wandering around. They're falling. They're stepping on switches and going back to the checkpoint, and the checkpoint is just not far enough back to where they're able to get to the other side. Yeah, uh, definitely one of those. In the beginning, it's pretty difficult. I will say, say it's kind of difficult, but not as much anymore. I think more and more people get through it now, but yeah. definitely one of those you can definitely. Get lost. It's one of those you better, you know, pay attention to see where your teammates or the other people are at least going because you can get very lost. 
Yeah, it's it's a lot better with coordination too. If you're on with a voice chat partner, um, mm-hmm. and like you both wanted to take a separate path or something, sometimes two separate paths will still end up being at the finish. But then other times you're just kind of stuck at the end. Um, this gets a high B from me, a B plus. Yeah, it's one of those. It's just uh, depending on where you're at. It's not really a that that worse of a stage. It's sort of a you'll get used to it. Just yeah. give it a couple of rounds. We also have two new finals in this season, just like we did with um, last season. Uh, we have a new hexagon level called uh, Hexaterrestrial. This is a one-row hexagon, but it's huge, and the hexagons will disappear when you walk on them, as always, but they will also reappear. So this kind of creates new kinds of strategies that can happen until the very end when the walls start closing in. So like, if you can't trick somebody you know, to like fall through... Um, before the walls close in, then certain hexagons will stop appearing towards the end and things will get a lot more, like, dangerous until finally, mm-hmm. you know, the wall could be just about closed in on everybody and there could still be people, like, jumping across the last two or three that are respawning. I like this final. Yeah, it's 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 what if. It's a sort of a what if final. It's not really insane. It's not really, like, explosive, like, amazing, like, stuff like that, but... It's not the worst final. I've had finals that I think are very unfair. This is a very fair final. It's nothing. It's weird because winning unfair finals, it feels so much better. But winning finals like this is sort of like it's a luck or you did it or there is some skill to it. But this is sort of a a meh final, I can say. But it's not the worst. It's not an unfair one. I think the complaint I can come up with is that, like, I think it takes too long for the walls to start closing in. Or there's too many there's too many hexagons to start with it's too big but again it's a final they want to go grandiose with it that's that's totally fine but like in the future i wonder if they'll have a small variant like they did with hexarine there's like the regular size hexarine and then there's the tiny one so mm-hmm. yeah um i give this i give hexathon an a i'm glad when yeah. it shows up over tiptoe finale <laughs> but like i don't mind tiptoe finale that much either <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with uh, that ranking. It is not really, like I said, it's not very unfair, so I yeah. agree to that. So, Tiptoe Finale is the last new stage. This is a team-based version of Tiptoe, where a squad of four will, you know, try their best to find their way to the, the crown at the end as they go through a, a modified version of Tiptoe, where there's a switch that will shoot out objects about 60 to 65% of the way to kind of light up the path. And it's good when you or your teammates know to kind of like trail behind each other to try and find new paths. But like like all modes with squads, sometimes you'll have a random that just won't do that or mm-hmm. haven't learned how to do that. Um, I'm not knocking the randoms here because like some people are playing the stages for the first time. But it, it can get frustrating. I will say this. It's fine. I'm going to go ahead and say it's a B rank. However, during the wormhole event that they just had... Mm-hmm. There were times when you'd be in duos and you'd get tiptoe finale. So there'd actually be eight teams, but you wouldn't be together. So someone going on the exact same row of you on another squad of two could still win. So it's like you were fighting people on your own row as well. And I was not a fan of that. You know what's the problem with this in squad mode is I don't think players get it. I don't think some players got it or understood what was the point. They would not go for to find the platform and it's like we're on the same team yeah if one of us wins we all win if one of us gets the crown we all get a crown 
I think people need to understand this is not a versus four team. This is a your teammates need your help. Walk on the platform. Yeah. Does not matter if you get the crown first. It really doesn't. It does not. That's show why you I never mind falling if that tells our teammate yes. that that's not the way to go. And I think we've had it multiple times where they refuse to refuse to go. And like I guess I have to show them where to go and find it, even though that kills way more time and it's definitely got us way more losses than more victories. Just if you're working with people and you don't know them. Put in your effort. If you fall, oh well. It does not matter if you get the crown or not. It does not give you more XP. It does not make you, like I guess, look cooler or go towards your, your crown rank. You all get the same crown. You all get the same points. Yes. It's a victory for everyone on the team. And since this doesn't show up in solo modes, like you're always on a team. This is an mm-hmm. actual team-based finale. Um, like I said, B. But that weird one with eight teams, duos, on the wormhole event... The wormhole version of this in general, where they, like, split up the sections, awful, terrible. But, like, mm-hmm. regular tiptoe finale, B. <laughs> so, yeah. those are the new stages. They're they're all right. They're okay. They're not my favorite set of stages. I actually preferred the new stages they added in um, Stadium Stars better than these. Like, the, the racing levels and mm-hmm. even Bounce Party at this point has grown on me because, like, I've played it so many times I'm all right at it. But, yeah. However... The Battle Pass has added 100 extra tiers. Now, these are just bonus tiers with a few recolored costumes. The problem I have with the Battle Pass first 100 tiers is that it's grindier than ever, and the challenges are way harder. This is where some of that criticism comes in. Yeah. Like, it used to be like, jump 30 times and you'll get a level. Now it's like, um, do a handstand and and sing a Michael Jackson song backwards while drinking a hot cup of coffee. You would have been done by now. You would have been done with the battle pass by not like two weeks ago. You would have been done. You're still probably on that battle pass. It's way well, too. Well, I grindy. finished 100, which was my goal because I'm not really in it for the. But how long did that the take? It took about two and a half weeks longer than it did for season one. It's too. It's too long. I think they've they two and a half weeks longer and also more time spent because like the challenges are like reach round three in solo show five times, whereas mm. last season it would be like. Uh, reach round three in solo show one time or something like that. It's like, why make it that grind? I get that people finished the battle pass really fast last season, but to to, to increase the grind by that much was <laughs> uh, took me aback a little. Yeah, it's too much. It's I think the grinding aspect of it because I I will say this a hundred percent of the time, and this is what it goes with like a little bit we'll talk about it overwatch 2 and fall guys i i dislike that it went free to play because of how much money you have to pay for skins and that the battle pass it's way too grindy it's too much effort there's already too many games that have battle passes i have to deal with and it's just like i only can pay attention to one i don't feel terrible if i don't finish one or the other games cannot expect people to only play their game the entire week we have people have multiple games to go through to fall guys credit it still does have the easiest and most accessible battle pass, and it still does give you more than enough to buy the next one. I still feel like even though they made it grindier, it is still a lot less grindier than something like Overwatch 2 or Multiverses, which just have absurd battle passes that don't give you any premium yes. currency. Like, Fall Guys, I still finish like relatively quickly versus you know any other battle pass i've attempted like, like destiny my god um the season of the haunted destiny pass took like 90 hours it was wild um so I, I will say that fall guys still has like a very accessible battle pass but like you said there's been more 
premium cosmetics than ever this season. Like, mm-hmm. every couple of days, there's a new $800 pack of three alt costumes, or or sometimes one, like the silver hot dog that I just bought. Um, I bought Toe Jam and Earl because I had managed to squeeze a, a little bit more out of the Battle Pass currency that they give you. Um, I, I know I bought the Miku event one, but, like, there's a lot of ones that I've had to skip that I've really wanted, like the Ghostbusters ones, because, like, I cannot be putting you know ten dollars into this game every week like once a month Mm -hmm. is like once a month is still a lot i think for some costumes but every now and then i'll I'll put some money in to get you know a nice costume yeah it's i mean i just wish i didn't have to (laughs) i guess that's that's the point that's epic they do allow back your currency that you paid for the battle pass so you can always buy next battle pass but i think putting so much effort into thinking players have hours to play one battle pass when people only have certain amount of minutes or hours to play before they got to go do something like responsibilities or they have other games to play and that's maybe they're like they don't want to spend hours on this one game they want to maybe play with their friends on a different game it's just sort of like there's so many reasons why having such a grindy battle pass is not worth it because people don't have that much time they have responsibilities to do they have people to take care of or they obviously have other things to do or they have other hobbies to do gamings may not be their most passionate hobbies they have other things to do this is why i only do the fall guys battle pass like i stopped all other battle passes or just said i don't care like i don't care about the overwatch battle pass or the reverse battle pass although i don't know if i'd care about the reverse you know what doesn't cost a single (laughs) dime to get what the markers on the map seasoning pass Oh, the seasoning pass. <laughs> That's right. The seasoning pass doesn't cost you a nickel. Um, but yeah, the only other like uh battle pass style things I do are the Switch Sports ones which takes like two hours a week tops. So that's like yeah. let me load up sword fighting for two hours and play it and you know, come back the next week. But Fall Guys still has I think a respectable progression. Mm-hmm. But not if you're going for level 200. If you're going for level 200, no, you need uh, to be playing Fall Guys day you, in and day out. You have to be this as your job as you're streaming this or you're reviewing this and you have to get to 200. Or or you just buy all the way to tier 100 and just play up to two, 200. Or yeah. you buy most of your path. I don't know. You do, you do some way to get to 200. And those recolors aren't anything special. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> They're going to be rare. Trust me, those recolors are going to be rare. Though. You're never going to see a lot of people. It doesn't matter recolors. because nothing is going to be as rare as the wormhole event goggles that took 10 hours for some silly goggles. Nothing. I've not seen anybody else with those. Are they Are they earned skins? No, I guarantee you most of those are going to be paid, paid yeah. skins. Like so you had, to earn, you had to earn those wormhole goggles. <laughs> I do think Fall Guys did kind of mess up returning some uh, skins that are just like, hey man, this skin used to be really cool when I had it, and like it should yeah. have been exclusive for people beforehand, but yeah. they always bring them back, and it's just like, now it's just not as cool or exclusive. Well, they're paid cosmetics now. And it's and it's a yeah. it's a thing that they used to be exclusive to PlayStation and Steam. So now that they're on, you know, everything, they've got to give returning players a chance, I guess. I mean, it's I, guess. I don't I don't see that as unfair because it was exclusive to us, at, you know, as PlayStation players. So I, I don't I don't have a problem with that. I do have a problem with like the price in show bucks of things that used to cost mm. like 1000 kudos are like $10 or thereabouts real money. Because, you know, you can only buy, you, it, well, $8. Because it costs $8 to buy a 1,000 Showbucks, and that's the lowest you can buy for mm-hmm. an 800 Showbuck costume. You know, Fall Guys math. <laughs> Calculate. Get the Fall Guys calculator. Come on, a Fall Guys calculator. 
Um, we've had some good events this season. The Miku event was okay. Wormhole had great stage variants, but a really grindy progression. Hexathon, I decided to skip because i that's one of those ones where you've got to win everything. And they lock these challenges now, so you have to do one tier, then another tier, then another tier. Oh, Frustrating. I hate that. I yeah. hate that so much. The why high... It's, it's like, like, look, for Hexathon, look, you had to win squads first. Then you had to win duos before you had the challenge look, open where you have to win solos. Imagine if you're in Fortnite, because they do weeklies, and imagine yeah. they are locked and you have to do the first week before you do the rest of the weeklies. That would be terrible. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't deal with like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Treat Thieves was cool. It's a variant of Sweet Thieves with some more mechanics like the spiderweb walls and stuff like that. Um, Sweet Thieves, I've, I've always liked, even, you know, before it was Treat Thieves, but Treat Thieves was cool. I had a nice song that played with it, and it was a fun little Halloween event. Um, mm-hmm. Collabs have been cool. There's been Alien, uh, Spock, and Star Trek. There's been, like, Ripley from Alien. There's been Miku in the season pass, and, and an event. There's the, the Cider Stripe gold color and faceplate. Toe Jam and Earl, Ghostbusters, they announced Doctor Who is coming out the day before this episode comes up. So, like, collabs are still going strong. Mm -hmm. Um, Overall, like, it's been a pretty good season, and I am excited to see what's next for Fall Guys. Hopefully the next set of stages will have, will will be a little better. This isn't my favorite set of stages. I do like the theme, but um, let's continue to step it up, I think, for Mediatonic. So... In our remaining time, we'll have a brief Pokemon Drip segment, and then, like I said, we're going to rattle off some of the bigger news stories. Not in any in-depth discussion this week. It's going to be kind of a weird news week. We're just, like, mentioning things um, that happen. Um, Pokemon Drip, Gold and Silver. This is the first gym leader. Um, Today we're looking at Falconer. He's a bird-type gym leader from Gold and Silver. Now, Faulkner, before we get going on what he's wearing, has a very special place in my heart because Pokemon Gold was the first Pokemon game I ever played when I was six. So Faulkner was the first gym leader I ever fought. And let me tell you, he was super hard for me because I picked Chikorita, the grass type, and grass is weak to flying attacks. So it was miserable. <laughs> As I mean, a six-year-old you can... playing Pokemon for the first time, it was miserable. Get back at him now because his outfit's trash, bro. I don't like his outfit. I'm, I don't. Here's what I do like. So he's wearing kind of like a, almost like kimono with like a jacket over it. I, c- and I, I saw, like the kimono. The kimono's cool. What I do like is that he's very color coordinated. You've got dark and light blues mm. and different, you know, fades. I, I don't mind the color coordination, but I don't. it doesn't strike me as he's a bird gym leader. Like, I always feel like the gym leaders should be thematically correct, and I, I'm just not getting that from him. It's sort of, I don't know, I think his whole outfit is just really trash. I think his shoes, I don't know where his shoes and socks begin. That's kind of uh, trash. Or where his pants and socks begin, I should say. I, don't, I really don't know if it's all one thing or it's not. I, I don't like the, the red uh, wristbands or red and blue. I just, I don't. they're not matching for me. And I think his blues are obviously matching too much for me. I don't know. I just think his whole outfit is just honestly not good. I don't, I, I'm not digging it. It's a little baggy, though. I mean, I guess that's a cool thing. Them shorts look crisp, my boy. Look at how, like, crisp they, <laughs> they, they kind of are. For reference, we're looking at a picture of Faulkner from Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I should have mentioned that at the top. 
Um, but I, I I don't dig his outfit honestly. He's kind I'm of not like a huge this fan. is very low. This is a very like low I like those shades me. of blue, but like again, I'm always looking at this from like does this seem like he's the gym leader for the type of Pokemon he's got going? And no, for me, it no. does not like. Would you he look at like this man type. and say, yeah, he does look like a water type? He gym looks like leader. a water type <laughs> gym leader, not a not a bird gym leader. Come on, Pokemon! It, it's been so long since that's we've ragged e, on, that's on e some Pokemon trainers' clothing. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> feels like, like one home. And half Badoo for me. That's a half Badoo for me. A half Badoof. I'll just tag it along is. with you on this one. I trust your judgment on this one. one I don't half like it. Like, like the light blue and the dark blue are like are not like it's just, it doesn't work for me. And I don't like his wristbands. I don't like his shoes. I don't like it's not even the way they look. It's just like where the socks and shoe and pants begin. I don't get it. it and he doesn't look like a bird type. He definitely looks like a a water type. So one half Badoof out of five. Hmm. Robert, so much happened during the a lot I think it was like an eight week break that we took. We um, did. Uh, my God. And I haven't even I mean, written anything. <laughs> we we definitely, I think, I will say, we definitely needed that. I honestly don't think I could have done another episode after that. After that whole break was definitely worth it. Uh, well, you need a break. It was from the time edit. Time. It was the editing for me because, yeah, like, after one hundred, I was like, whoa! Like the skit alone took like two and a half hours to edit. Exactly. And then the episode was two hours. So, but yeah, um, man. We have to take a break, and then everything happens. Everything got to drop. We got we got Silent Hill two being remastered out of nowhere. On we top of like Stadia, four other yeah. Silent Hill games and a new movie, <laughs> like what? Stadia <laughs> being shut down. You have Resident Evil four remastered and 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 seven DLC and Dude, eight or Reavers eight DLC came out. Reavers exactly. came out. And you know so what? Many... It ain't that good. It was fun for like an hour, and I deleted. <laughs> Overwatch Two had the most like the worst launches in recent oh, memory. I think like... we're gonna have to save that one. I think we got some things to save. Yeah, that's Overwatch that's that's a one. different topic. But I think there's so many things that happen. Uh, I mean, I beat Destroy Humans Two uh, remake. I finally defeated Spawn for the Super Nintendo. There's so many games that I went through, and so many games that I will probably never go back to. Uh, some games I'll never discuss on here that I'll never go back to, but it's just like so much did happen the time that we left. So, I mean, if you want to shoot some like quick story news, you like you can. Yeah. Let's just look at the list here. Um, I think one that I haven't gotten written that kind of hit close to home is that G they, they axed G4, oh, which is so upsetting that. because I watched everything on that channel. It was my favorite I channel for, as a kid and it was my favorite channel up until a few weeks Bruh. ago when they ended the channel i said the moment i read that or i got told i said daniel is devastated right now that wasn't even the best my man used to watch this show every day it was it was a program you watched like you were a consistent viewer on that show you were a dedicated viewer yeah so that's upsetting thankfully a lot of the hosts have their own streams if you want to keep up with them at least i got the g4 hat yeah, Robert has a G4 hat from the old G4 that's really the cool. The old G4, <laughs> not that new G4. It's like old 2000 G4. Yeah. So other other stories that I think, you know, we're, we're not going to talk about anything in depth for the first episode mm-hmm. here because the Fall Guys ones, had yeah. to take precedence. Like, I've been trying to talk about that <laughs> since the season came. Um, I, I wrote, don't patch a game, remake it. So Last of Us Part 1 launched and now there's rumors about a remaster of Horizon 
the first one coming to PS5, oh, which really, like, the PS4 version no. runs at a great 60. It's like, stop doing that, guys. No, like I said, the, 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 the era to remake games right now is 2000s. Like, Silent Hill 2, good job. Like, Resident Evil 4, great job. Like, they're doing good jobs with those remasters. Those great deserve some modern great. day remakes, yeah. especially with those Tank Controls and RE4. It's like, come on. You know what deserves a remake? Metal Gear Solid 2. I think that game is underrated. I think most people haven't played it. And that game is such like a wow. When you play, you're going to go like, wow. Like, Hideo Kojima was like 20 years into the future. Because he predicted most of like the whole technology thing. And so it's like that game deserves to be remastered. And for people to actually not just drag and rag on it. Because it's right. And just play the game and actually listen to the story. It's very interesting. But here's the thing, Robert. I think we'll get a remake of God of War 2018 before we ever get a remake of Metal Gear Solid. Oh, at this point, they'll re, bro, they'll remake Ghost. They'll be like, all oh, new Ghosts, and it's just like, bro, we got this like two years ago. They won't re- remaster Red Dead. <laughs> I was so upset when the Hot Wheels DLC ended that I was like, darn, this Hot Wheels DLC is over. But you know, rumor has it that they're gonna remake Hot Wheels. <laughs> I guarantee you there will be a, a remake of Resident Evil 4 remake. They're gonna like trust us. A year from now, we'll remake this remake. Oh, an RE4R? <laughs> RE4RR. R- RE4 R- Remake yeah. Remake. Yeah. Oh. Hey, well, I bought a third version of Persona 5, so I'm not really one to... Th- <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it has all the DLC on it. It runs at 60 frames for the first time, and boy, oh boy. Um, I just Come haven't on. had the time for it. I've been, let's you know... get Let's get, uh... <laughs> let's get, um... Haunted Mansion Rehydrated. Can I get a Haunted Mansion Rehydrated? Haunted Mansion Rehydrated? <laughs> Trending, come on now. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, Haunted Mansion was on the other day and all I was thinking of was like, man, they should remake that game. <laughs> that game was good. They should at least re- release it for PS5 and PS4. Yeah. Uh, Embracer bought a lot more things. Uh, namely, they Tripwire. They bought like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they mm-hmm. bought Limited Run Games. Crazy. That one's crazy. Limited Run seems like they're on a high point. They have their own store. They have their own store. Oh yeah, they totally have their own store. So I'm like, sure this is like not going to change much, but like no. limited run. I love limited run. My problem with limited run is that their prices seem to be higher. So I I had to pass on getting River City Girls too, and it hurt. Yeah. But like, almost sixty dollars for a forty dollar game was not. It didn't jive well with me. Uh, Xenoverse Two got more DLC. Robert, can you believe it? Can you believe No Man's Sky probably got an update that I don't remember? Oh, trust me. No Man's Sky got there an was an update. There was and don't. Ugh. It came out. It came out with the Switch version. Green Badoof's been sitting there playing the Switch version ever since we've been you know working on the studio <laughs> since October, like seventh. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so he's been you know playing it on the go now. He takes it with him to his little Badoof bed. He's playing it you know outside <laughs> because it's on the Switch. I he definitely has a, a race car bed. I guarantee he has a race car bed. He absolutely does. I've seen his quarters. He's got a race car bed. <laughs> um one other two other small things actually. Um Gotham Knights. This is a game that we're going mm-hmm. to be talking about in the coming weeks, maybe next week. No promises on that one yet because there's a few mm-hmm. like band out of three I want to talk about and all that. Um so they decided to not reveal that it had a 30 frames only on consoles until like right before it came out. And the game looks great, beautiful, ray tracing's awesome, but I don't understand why there couldn't be a performance mode that runs at 60 and I'm that game can easily that run they'll patch that in because like Xbox. God of War has a 120 frames mode. God of it could War. Run. Yeah, that game could easily run 60 uh, frames on both Xbox and, and PlayStation. It's I, like just... take off some of the puddles. And it should be, like, let's get this, come on, 
Warner Brothers Games Montreal. Let's get this game running at 60 on consoles, on PS5 and Series X. Let's go. <laughs> no, yeah. That, uh, the best I could do is 30 frames. That's what they said. And in humorous news, Robert, the DualSense Edge controller is $200, to which I, I say, I'm going to just go it. buy three DualSenses. <laughs> but I want it, bro. I really want that controller. But 200 is a lot. I mean... I said so cool, I will though. pay 150 for this controller because that's how much an Elite controller is, right? I would gladly pay you on January 2035 for a, a new controller today. And you know what? I feel like as soon as I, if I got a DualSense Edge, which is no longer in the question, I feel like I would like boot up Ghost of Tsushima, snap the <laughs> spring oh, on man. the trigger, pulling the arrow back like I did with my original DualSense. Oof, rough. That one was a rough one. Yeah, it was rough. But yeah, that's some big stuff that happened while we were on our break. Um, we'll always have news at the back of the show now in order to keep our discussions evergreen. Plus, I like talking about games with Robert. So that's what we're going to do at first uh, from, from this point forward. So for right now, Robert, that's all the news we got for this week. Would you say we've done a show? That should be a show that we already done a hundred times. Yes, we've done a show. All righty. As always, guys, or for new listeners, we want to thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review, and subscribe. Download an episode. Everything helps. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean if you want. And you find us on Twitter at Markers on the Map. So we will be back with next week's games. I'm still trying to decide of what I want to talk about next week because I've been, you know, juggling a few things. But we'll see. It could be Gotham Knights, Bayonetta, whatever. In a few weeks, you know, we got Sonic and God of War. So a lot of good stuff coming. Plus classic games uh, down the line like Tropical Freeze. Uh, all good stuff coming. But for right now, I just want to quote a famous video game character who once said, You know, Ellie, we really are the Destruction All-Stars. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Later.